0: Scruffy Audio Network. Hey, we're finally here on a Friday with my main man, my six foot eight. Are you six foot eight?
1: I'm six foot eight, man.
0: This is six foot eight Ian Bicko. But I call him Ian
1: Binko. (laughs) Binko, how you doing, my man? Doing good, man. Man, I'm so
0: glad to get you on. This is your last day training with us, isn't it?
1: I don't have to say it's my last day, but um, I don't know when I'll be in Knoxville again. But when I do come back, I'll be sure to get back in here.
0: Well, you know, I do um, phone by Patron and email and uh, online training. And, you know, I know we sponsor you, but I'll just put it on the invoice of uh, R. Kelly here. My main <laughs> guy sitting in the office with us right now. We could do that because you got to keep it up, you know, when you go on, on the circuit. So um, this is Ian. Ian's been with me how long? Since January.
1: January. Yeah, so about eight months now.
0: Yeah, and he's a professional volleyball player and one hell of a guy in here. And, and we love you, and I'm glad to get you on before you left. So I open up the show every time with one question.
1: Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm Have you ready. You listen to
0: my podcast?
1: <laughs> I listen to all of them, man. Okay, I actually, actually listen to, my dad actually listens to these. Two. Really? Yeah. Okay, so should we keep it G rated? And- no, you just be yourself. Man. Okay. Oh, well, you know.
0: <laughs> Whoa. All right. <laughs> Right. Oh yeah, fist, fist, go to fist.
1: Oh, perfect. Right, there right. you go. Right.
0: Okay, so um, when did you know that you were different? Uh, and I'm not supposed to ad lib anymore on that. Diamond Dave Marlowe said, "Don't give him the answers. You try to feed him too much. You spoon feed him." So when did when did you know you were different? I know you're different. The group knows in, you're different from the Madonna songs you play in here. <laughs> but when did you know that you were different?
1: Um, I guess, I don't know if I am different. I mean, I know you said that you think I am, but, um, I have just always been very competitive. And I guess in relation to my family, um, I feel like I'm not the black sheep in my family, but just definitely, uh, different compared to them. Um, their uh, you, the whole, um, topic of your podcast is usually like type a personalities and uh i feel like um my mom said before like you just have an edge and like i kind of took that offensively at first because i felt like she was setting me apart but then right. um, because you're sensitive <laughs> i'm so sensitive i need a right. safe space Charlie. and you're always looking <laughs> for um... the
0: what the fascist is that what it is <laughs> he's always looking for that right like yeah. oh my gosh yeah well we keep him in a safe place isn't that a word Fox News uses it. <laughs> yes they do.
1: No, not in this. Okay. But as far as being different, man, um I don't really know that I am different, but I definitely um I do know I have a drive that most people don't and I don't really when I set my mind to something I don't really stop. Um and I don't know really how to describe it other than that.
0: Well even like today you're training here, right? You got up early. I'm saying five o'clock, probably getting here, train at six, and then you're off to Nashville for the weekend for volleyball tournaments.
1: Yes. Uh, I have a tournament tomorrow, and I also have one on Sunday. Um, And then uh, next week, I'll be in California for um, the Manhattan Beach qualifier on Thursday. So I got a lot of volleyball coming up this week. You got a lot of volleyball. Yeah.
0: So has that always been your passion? I mean, to be honest, we we crank in here. you know, we go hard and, you know, I'm on my point. You're on your point doing your thing at six. We don't get a lot of time to uh, sit down and really talk. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm sure, as usual, this podcast always uh, opens up so many things about each individual I've had on this that I've never known before. But, like, what what is – how did you gravitate to volleyball?
1: So – I don't think it's fair to say it's always been my passion, but it is my passion. Um, I for a long time I didn't have one, and uh, I was really fortunate. I feel like most people, most people in life, don't find something that they're truly passionate about that they allow to change them, and uh, that they really sacrifice anything and everything for. Um, And I did find that in, in volleyball, but I didn't find it at like a normal, a normal age, you know, to like play at a high level in college or, um, you know, get a scholarship or something out of high school. Um, I found it, you know, midway through undergrad, just playing pickup volleyball at the gym. And, um, I don't know. I just really fell in love with it. And, um, my best friend, uh, still my best friend and brother, uh, he, also it's just taking it to another level and um i don't know it's it's just something i can't really let rest and so it's definitely my passion for sure
0: well i'll ask you another question i ask a lot of the guys that come on here and gals in high school did you play more than one sport
1: yes uh i grew up playing baseball um that was probably my first passion looking back i but i gave it up um i loved i loved baseball man um I was a pitcher uh, all the way through ninth grade, and I, I quit. But um,
0: And what did you play
1: after? Uh, basketball. I got so tired. I got so tired of people asking me how tall I was first, and then the second question was, do you play basketball? And I would, I would say no, i could get this giant rant about why I should play. And it just got really annoying. And so I, I, I I picked it up. And, um, I know I played, what you mean. I played at a small Christian school, and, um, yeah, I mean, I was pretty good. But did play? I, Uh, I grew up in Northwest PA, um, so I was homeschooled until 11th grade.
0: There it is. That says it all right
1: there. Homeschooled until 11th grade, but um, I did play at a small private Christian school. I mean, tiny man. I graduated with 12 people um, my senior year. But um, my basketball team uh, was French Creek Valley Christian School. Um, Yeah, I started, I played all four years. um, But no volleyball? No volleyball. Um, the cool thing, though, about Pennsylvania, they're one of the few states that does have um, boys' volleyball at the junior level or at the high school level. So I was always exposed to it and used to it, um, respected the sport. It was normal to me that guys played volleyball. And then um, I went to school in Alabama, college in Alabama, and I'm like, there's no guys' volleyball in the what South. What
0: part of Alabama?
1: Uh, Mobile, uh, South Alabama. I got you. Yeah. All right. Jaguars.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you you uh- – Aren't you going down there? Aren't you going to be part of the panhandle at some point?
1: Yeah, I'm moving back um, to the panhandle uh, (laughs) this weekend. So in the midst of uh, all this volleyball I'm doing, um, I'm also moving back on Monday to the Gulf Coast and uh, then just kind of going on this, literally moving all my stuff into my old apartment and then I'm just taking this giant volleyball trip.
0: Well, here's another question that I ask a lot of people is, have you found another training place?
1: No, I haven't, and I'm stressed about it, man. Um, so you, you just said that you do stuff online, and right. you know, you know, send people stuff. So I might text you for you know whatever you're doing one Monday morning. And yeah, I'll no, go do it. Yeah, because but, you know,
0: with the space and how we do our body movements, it's not a mm-hmm. lot of equipment, but it'll be hard to find a wood gym.
1: I've learned so much in here too. Um, I, I'm really. Lucky. I mean, you know. I told you when I first met you, I was like, I don't know my way around a gym. Yeah. I don't know how to work out. I didn't. Maybe maybe I still met. don't. <laughs> uh, that was pretty cool. Bobby yeah. you that story? Um, I was looking up uh, gyms in the area. I, I knew that really to take my game to the next level or really for me to get better, I needed to actually get in shape because i've never been like out of shape truly out of shape i've never truly been in shape either i've just always been this like weird blend of skinny fat but um i uh found you online and then um was just like that i already know i can't afford this guy like you got flipping jimmy haslam on your website you have todd helton you have all these nfl guys britney hochaver um who and, you love oh i i respect the hell out of britney hochaver that's awesome um, I, uh, yeah, I don't know her super well, but just, um, I have a lot of respect for what she's done for our sport and, um, she's really a trailblazer for sure. But, uh, anyways, I, uh, saw your website and I was like, oh, I cannot afford this guy, but, um, it's worth like, why not ask? And so, yeah, I just wrote you, um, Cassie also, who's in your gym. Um, I got your number from her. She just told you to to text, told me to text you. So, um, yeah, and I I don't still to this day don't know why you said yes, why you let me in these through these doors, but um
0: it was a hell of an email. I mean, I don't know if I still have it. I hope it transferred from my old phone to my new phone with my photos. I hope everything came over, but <laughs> that was a hell of an email. So I knew somebody that put that much into it uh was gonna be gracious about the training and looking you took time to search for something that you thought that you wanted. So I mean it was one of those things where I was like, this cat's gotta come in and check it out.
1: Yeah, I mean I was intimidated for sure. I remember my first day and you were like, uh go talk to those guys. They play baseball. You're gonna be with them today. And it was Greg and Ben. And um I walked over and uh said, Hey, like I'm Ian, I play volleyball and um you got do you guys play baseball at U T and Greg was like, "I'm in the I think Rockies organization," mm-hmm. and Ben was like, "And he's in the Orioles organization." I was like, "Shit, you remember that. Yeah. shit, okay, well, let's go." It's <laughs> like, "Well, I play semi-pro beach volleyball, but um, nice to meet you." <laughs>
0: yeah, and then it went from there.
1: <laughs> yeah, it did, and uh, it's you guys have been very welcoming, and um, not just welcoming, but just it's I love this space. It's not a safe space like we joke about, and that's what I what I do like enjoy about it.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a, a, a variety of misfits. I call them. Uh, everybody's a little bit different and wags their tail different ways, for sure.
1: <laughs> for sure, there's some strange cats in here. But um, so it's only
0: been seven. It's been seven months. You've been training. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what's the biggest difference you could tell?
1: Oh, physically, um, just and people have. I've gotten a lot of compliments the past month, and I've been meaning to talk to you about this. But like, um, just lasting longer at tournaments and um for instance I played I drove eight hours to play in Columbus Ohio with your um, dog <laughs> I didn't take my dog this time but uh I did drive eight hours to play in Columbus Ohio um played in a 103 in heat index day um played 15 matches or 15 sets that day drove finished third drove um eight hours again to Nashville through the night Woke up I got off four hours of sleep. Woke up and um, played another thirteen sets. So I played twenty eight sets of volleyball um, in like a thirty six hour span. And like I was ready to just keep going. Uh, ended up losing the finals that day, but uh, on Sunday. But um, I mean, everyone. I could look across the net and I see the other two guys, and they're like they're gassed out. And um, let them off the hook. They ended up winning. But I mean, I could have gone. You know another couple rounds and right so fine. it wasn't
0: conditioning it was a point or you know mistake something where you lost but not because of the shape you're in
1: right verticals higher um just i don't know just i feel stronger all around every part of my game's gotten better and, and if anybody anyway,
0: keeps up with ian in on his uh social media he's been mastering this wobble board <laughs>
1: It's called a seaboard, um, and I wobble a lot on it. But uh, yeah, that thing is—you do. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Charlie! Man, come on. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: <laughs> Ian Ian Bicko is. Uh, do you go any other handles?
1: Uh, my so inst- they
0: can see that on the because wa- it is pretty impressive what you do on the wobble board.
1: Yeah, the IG handle is uh, no Brick sticks. It's B R I X and then S T I X. Yeah, um,
0: check him out. He's a big deal. He does that every day. He goes over there by himself. I don't even know half the time he videos, half the time he doesn't, but he gets, he gets, he's the only guy that could actually do it, but he had to start from scratch. He had no balance whatsoever. Well, because that ball is, it's not locked in like the bongo boards. So that's mm-hmm. a whole different deal.
1: No, that, I really suggest anyone that, uh, really any athlete, like that skill is transferable for sure. And, um, It's also just a good place to kind of go, at least for me, what I like about it is it's like a good way to wrap up my workout and get my mind right for the rest of the day and just kind of like decompress, um, refocus, and yeah. Do you do anything
0: else besides the wood gym as Uh, training?
1: I know know a lot of people think it's overrated, but I do run quite a bit. You do? -hmm. I usually uh, run in the evenings. I just have a short route, run with my dog, um, and not really. Just I mean, right now I'm in season, so um, between this uh, working full time, then a run, like I'm pretty,
0: you're pretty gassed. pretty, gassed,
1: and I need to conserve energy for the weekend. But yeah.
0: well, these workouts aren't aren't easy. They could be something that takes you through the day,
1: right? Yeah. Um. Oh my god. Like my my first like two months here, I was sore just throughout the entire day. And how I are you stayed. feeling
0: now? You feel like you're pretty. Ad- Adapted, adjusted to it. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Um I would have probably when I first started here probably taken it a little easier, like um but now like I try to do like every every set before a tournament and stuff. So
0: And you really like your workout partners?
1: Yeah. I Who's mean, your favorite? Oh man, working out with Emily is the best. Uh she mentioned
0: uh, you in the chips.
1: R. Kelly. R. Kelly too. Yeah. R. Kelly's the best. Yeah. But um yeah, uh Emily is uh, just kind of a special Breed of person, you know, human being. She's a. It's always a privilege working out with her for sure.
0: Yeah, she's pretty motivated. And
1: she brings the best out in people too. That's yeah. what. um That's what I respect about her is, yeah.
0: Well, that's what. That's why I came up. You asked how off the air before we we got on is, you know, how did you get going with the podcast? What made you think about that? It's like I think everybody has all these great stories, and mm-hmm. everybody's a type A personality. You know, from R. Kelly. You know, who's an ex-athlete I trained in high school and college, to to Emily still trying to pursue her WWE dreams and the rock shows and the MMA fightings, and everybody's still chasing goals. And and I think, actually, that's a lost art. I don't think too many people are doing that anymore. It's nobody wants to get weighed, nobody wants to measure body fat, and in here I try to hold everybody accountable to that. I had a couple of clients yesterday uh, that wouldn't measure their body fat or get on the scale, I'm like, what are we doing it for? Especially mm-hmm. if they're just, your a business client, you know, not an athlete where you could right. have so many different measurables. And I'm like, well, we got to do something or it's not worth it, you know, so let's get, oh, well, um, well, we still have to see where we are. And I think those are type A people that come through here. You, you know, you've worked out with Jimmy Haslam, you know, the first time, mm-hmm. the first time you worked out with him, <laughs> he asked him if he was using the decline this decline bench. like can you get off it for a minute you know so i can get on it <laughs> i was laughing my ass i
1: just off. didn't know his name that yeah. was the main thing i like i was like i don't like it when i don't know someone's name and i'll over ask so i know the next time yeah. who someone no, well, is that's a good character uh, about you for sure but yeah i just didn't, i didn't know who he was yeah and, um, and then he's
0: just one of us i mean that's mm-hmm. the beauty of the place i mean um You've worked out with Harrison in here before, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Harrison I haven't.
1: No, I haven't had a chance to meet him yet. But I don't um, know if he does a six a.m. group. But yeah, he, he's all over the wall. So he's
0: yeah, he's got his own shrine <laughs> in the corner. I get made fun of, but that's okay. So the tight bay guys, Emily's, the R. Kelly's. Um, that's about. You're you're solid group, right? Because the baseball mm-hmm. guys you were in for a while, then they left. Because you started in January, then they bolted out in February, right?
1: Yeah, the six AM groups kind of changed a little bit over time. Yeah, I think over summer I've noticed it's gotten a little smaller. Yeah, uh, Cassie yeah. will be in here sometimes. Yeah, uh, but yeah, All the high
0: school kids if they could sleep mm-hmm. in and come in later, they'll do it. But you know, in in school they get after it. I mean, it was pretty packed today. We had a pretty good.
1: It was rowdy today, man. Yeah. I made sure I got a good
0: (laughs) list for you today. I had to work that a little bit. I wanted to make sure your last day was a good day.
1: And that's kind of what I respect about you though. Um, I noticed that the past month really, um, just from a coaching perspective, coaching background is, um, like when it's just me and Emily or like an R Kelly, a few adults, like you just kind of let us do our thing and let us, you know, motivate ourselves and we get after it. But when there's a, you know your your high school athletes or you know young college athletes in here like you bring the energy and um, sometimes it's just what you have to do as a coach yeah. you know to yeah. get to get the best out of themselves they get the best out of their workout As you bring the energy you set the tone you set the the pace for the day yeah and because um, they don't they don't they don't know how to do that yet
0: they don't yeah. and uh, me being in these podcasts since I guess November with Doctor James Chu being the first one is uh, studying other people's podcasts and then even training podcasts. And and it's what we talk about is almost the same things is like, you can have all your credentials, you can be super smart, but you got to have your athletes and clients buy into you. Mm -hmm. And if they don't buy into you, the education means nothing. So, you know, we call it contagious. You know, I've had people come through and go, Hey, it's very, or you are very contagious. You know, you, you, it's whatever is said to do. And it really is like, when I pull in, I change who I am. I'm not Charlie Patrone anymore. I'm Patrone. Hmm. And I go into my narcissistic level of phase. Of I honestly do think it's coming out like WWE, like these people are paying money for me to be on. So right. let's put anything personal and let's go at it business wise. So you do, even though it looks like I'm a clown running around, that's my business.
1: Yeah. I mean, you just create this environment where people uh, have to have to respond somehow they're either going to walk out or they're gonna um they're gonna push harder yeah and, um i the other thing i respect you I, I mean i'm leaving soon so i feel like i can tell you all this but um like, <laughs> don't you go crying i'm, I'm big oh, i'm sensitive i'm sensitive <laughs> bring the tissues holly come on um, i'm no. the real unicorn in the room <laughs> but uh <laughs> rainbows
0: and lollipops come on
1: let's um, talk
0: guns r kelly where's the gun
1: <laughs> uh and I think it was like April or May, but you were like kind of made some cuts as far as people in the gym and I and I I was like, I'm sponsored, I don't pay that much here and I might I might I might be one. And um, you know, I was nervous, honestly, but like you cut other people to just like were toxic energy in here and or weren't responding to, you know, the environment that you've created and uh that to me spoke a lot about who you are. Like it's not about always about money, but it's like a kind of like a sanctuary that you've created here. Yeah.
0: Though. Yeah. The culture oh. has to say the same mm-hmm. it has to be consistent or it doesn't work, you know? And I think that's what we have. And everybody like gives everybody hell jams on everybody. But when push comes to shove, mm-hmm. we got to all go to work. It's not clowns. We all go to work.
1: Yeah. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying?
0: All right, well, I guess we got it going. I just wanted to get a brief time. I never get to sit down with you, you know, and and actually talk. I mean, we just jam on each other the whole time. I think he's the first person in 28 years that called me a fuckboy.
1: <laughs> you I, are, and, man, especially I, on Fridays. I, yeah, I had uh, to but... go
0: home and ask my girls what that meant, and thank uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right, Benko, I love you, and I wish you the best of luck. And I think you're going to kick some serious ass.
1: I love you too, man. And uh, when I do qualify, like you'll be one of the first. You know. I appreciate it. Stay moderate. Yeah. <laughs> you too, man. Thanks, man.